Hello and welcome to the Industrial 5G interview series. I'm your host, Linda Ligios, Senior Innovation Partner at Digital Catapult. In this series, we explore how 5G is changing the world of manufacturing logistics by speaking to some of the most innovative leaders and industry experts who are at the forefront of 5G adoption in the UK. We will give you an inside view onto real-life deployments of 5G that are demonstrating productivity increases, efficiencies and resilience. And we will also discuss the challenges that must be tackled to foster wider adoption. Today, I'm delighted to welcome to our virtual studio a champion of advanced digital technology adoption in the northeast of England. Liz St. Louis is the Assistant Director of Smart Cities and Sunderland City Council and has been leading on a variety of projects driving citywide investment in next generation digital infrastructure and use cases. Hello, Liz, it's a pleasure to have you today. Oh, hello, Linda, it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you. Fabulous. So I'm really excited to talk about the next generation of wireless cellular technology with a council that has received quite a few awards, including Connecting Britain Digital Council of the Year in 2021 and Sunderland was named the UK Smart City of the Year in 2020. So I'm really curious to find out where do you place 5G in your digital transformation agenda? Um, well, I think 5G for us is an absolutely key component of, of what we call our network of networks. Um, you know, for us, that's multi-layered connectivity, almost a pick and mix option uh, to suit a, a very varied array of use cases, you know, where we need very high bandwidth and low latency. You know, 5G is the answer for us. Otherwise, 4G may be the option, our, our citywide LoRaWAN um, that we're currently developing, you know, our ultra fast free Wi-Fi or indeed fiber. This is really exciting. And I know you've also been involved in an R&D program, uh, the Industrial 5G Test Basin Trials. Um, can you tell us more about the Council's role in the 5G connected automotive logistics projects and what specific use cases are you trialling? Of course, Linda. So the Council is one of 11 um, regional and national public and private uh, sector consortia partners and funders. Um, we um, have overseen and delivered the private 5G network, um, working with our technical advisors, Perform Green, and the council are also providing the project management support for the project. The project itself, it's developing a globally unique centre of excellence and an operational test facility for connected automated logistics um, at the Vantec and, and Nissan Sunderland sites. Ultimately, what we're doing is we're automating a 40 tonne truck um, with a focus on remote and teleoperation, which really does need the very high bandwidth and, and low latency of 5G. And we know that the project is still ongoing. Can you tell us anything about the results that have been achieved so far with the trials? Absolutely. I mean, the project itself, it's made great progress. So we now have a fully operational 5G network and that covers the private road infrastructure between the Vantec and Nissan factories. And working with our partners, Street Drone, we've um, automated now the test mule um, and have remotely driven the test mule around the test track at the Nissan plant. Um, and now the project is uh, is looking to um, make the modifications so we can begin to experiment and automate with the actual 40-ton truck itself. Um, there's been significant progress undertaking a, a cyber threat assessment uh, alongside the installation of a, a LiDAR solution to ensure full visibility 
of an automated truck along the route. So so great progress. And like you say, still still running at the moment. That's brilliant. But I'm sure, you know, as any new technology, when you trial it and test it, it, it is a learning process, right? So is there anything that you have found surprising and maybe might have changed your initial assumptions? Yeah, I mean, it's been a tremendous learning process for us all, I think it's fair to say, as, as we've navigated and, and managed a really complex project with multiple partners. Uh, it's fair to say in challenging circumstances with COVID and, and supply chain and resource issues. And we've learned a lot about procurement and the planning processes and um, what you need to go through to procure and then get the correct planning permission to implement 5G. Uh, we've learned a lot actually about environmental issues because we had a number of environmental challenges on the plant where we wanted to install the network. Uh, we've learned a lot about things like applying for Spectrum with Ofcom and um, really the list goes on. Um, but I think ultimately we've had to remain very flexible. Uh, we've changed certain key aspects as the project has unfolded. Um, for instance, we welcomed a new partner on board, a partner called Turberg, um, so we could undertake the trials with an electric vehicle. And this has been a, a great addition for us. So I think ultimately, though, we've really proven and reassured ourselves of the power of 5G through this. And certainly in the initial trials, the speeds that we're getting, the latency, the, the virtual zero latency has really given us a lot of confidence in, uh, in the power of 5G. That's great. And obviously, I mean, this project, it is targeting last mile logistics. So what would you say are the benefits that you see in this particular sector? And also, you know, what impact do you think 5G could have for Sunderland? Yeah, I mean, the, the productivity savings, you know, from, from automation, absolutely immense, you know, especially for the scale of the of the variety of plants that we have housed in Sunderland. And certainly with the ongoing plans we have as we expand across our international advanced manufacturing park and the continued Nissan success and, you know, the announcements of yet more vehicles being built at the plant and also the, the Gigabat plant factory. And to remain competitive at a global scale, you know, productivity and quality are absolutely key. And, and automation has such a huge role to play in these areas. Great. So you talked about a little at the beginning about uh, the council's plan uh, to deploy uh, 5G at a scale. Can you tell us a little bit more about your plans? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if we stick with 5G Cal, you know, the consortium, which is led by the Northeast Automotive Alliance, we're already looking at opportunities to progress 5G Cal. And we've got many other relevant projects in the region. So looking at smart factories, for instance, we're building our 5G network at the moment across our city centre. Uh, and across Riverside, which is a new urban quarter that we're developing in the city. So, yeah, huge opportunities for us to really start to deploy 5G at scale. Wonderful. And obviously, I mean, it's quite a big uh, ambition to deploy at a wider scale. And do you see any particular challenges that you will face as you deploy and also in maintaining uh, such a solution? Absolutely. I mean, I think really for us, we recognise that the skills, the expertise and the, and the capacity required to design and build and operate 5G solutions is immense. And, and we knew that in Sunderland, this wasn't a task for the council, uh, which is why we went to market to procure a strategic partner to support our journey. Um, and we were incredibly pleased in, in September 2021 to sign a 20-year strategic uh, joint venture partnership uh, with a company called BAI Communications, who will do just this for us. 
we're working with them to develop a network of networks and support really the council and, and Sunderland to become a leading UK smart city. And what about, uh, obviously, you know, there is a cost associated, of course, you know, with any rollout of new technology. And, and we know that there is a growing demand for commercial mod- models to help public bodies, you know, turn their physical assets into digital infrastructure and really enable also smart city use cases. Have you got any thoughts? I mean, how are you going to maintain and maybe the business model that you can share with us? I mean, I think for us, the business model that, um, that, that we decided to progress was to go down the route of um, establishing a joint venture partnership. So the council and BAI communications are working together in that joint venture where we both, you know, it's co-investment and we share the risk and we share the reward of developing out our smart city. And in terms of um, opportunities, I mean, obviously, the trials has opened you kind of um, an horizon on, on what can be done in the area of logistics. But are you thinking of trialing uh, other 5G use cases in particular? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're progressing plans for a wider set of use cases at the Advanced Manufacturing Park. And that's using one of the council's buildings up there, which is home to Nissan's training centre of excellence and our driving the electric revolution centre. And that'll involve initiatives such as digital twinning and um, using augmented reality to support training and safety. Uh, for instance, and and as I mentioned, we're also building a private 5G network in the city centre in Sunderland, and that will support an array of use cases that we're currently looking at, you know, everything from uh, 5G-enabled, you know, CCTV, all the way through to things like uh, supporting augmented reality, immersive experiences, uh, e-gaming opportunities, um, etc. The list really does go on. Great, so really going full digital. <laughs> um, we also know that the Sandela Council um, has got a quite ambitious uh, net zero um, uh, agenda. And obviously we know that it is a challenge and, and also a strategic opportunity for businesses globally, particularly in the manufacturing and logistics sector. What role do you think 5G could play in decarbonisation? Oh, I think it's got a significant role to play. And for us as a city, the development and and use of next generation connectivity and digital and data solutions needs to absolutely go hand in hand, you know, with the city's net zero ambitions. And we're certainly running the two as as two of our priority cross-cutting projects. That's great to hear. So 5G, I mean, obviously, we know it's a new technology. We've spoken before with other experts, you know, around the fact that there are uh, still some, you know, uh, issues to be tackled. So it's going through an adoption curve. But I wanted to ask you from your experience, you know, adopting other digital technologies, uh, such as Internet of Things or artificial intelligence, for instance, what do you think makes the adoption of 5G different or the same? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's just the opportunities that it brings to to connect literally billions of devices um, and transmit that all important data, you know, that will really make the smart city of the future a reality. Uh, And without it, that that really isn't possible. Um, But I think we've got to remember that on its own, 5G won't do that, uh, which is why we take the approach here in Sunderland that we've got to develop a, a network of networks and and almost a system of systems to make that a reality. Yeah, that's true. And I think um, there needs to be also some some kind of critical changes. But I was thinking if you were to kind of talk to other councils out there, you know, obviously there is a, um, you know, an ambition to accelerate adoption of 5G. What advice would you give? And, you know, what do you think could really accelerate this journey? I mean, I think for, for us, leadership of the digital agenda has such a huge role to play. 
Um, I think also, as we spoke about creating the right business model, um, but that has to be appropriate to your locality um, and ensuring that the approach that you take is, is very much matched to the needs of, of your residents, of your businesses, and that any approach is absolutely focused on outcomes. You know, this isn't about tech for tech's sake. Um, it's about the problems that we can solve and the opportunities that we can we can realize. Yeah, that's uh, that's really great. And um, this is a question that I, I like to ask um, all my interviewees, and it's about future glazing. Um, where do you see kind of the future of industrial 5G in the UK, let's say in the next um, five to 10 years? Oh, wow. That's a that's a question, isn't it? Um, let's have a think. I think for me, um, you know, 5G in the UK, I'd really like to see, you know, bleeding edge and, and world leading. And before, I mean, as we conclude, is there anything that you want to share with us about um, 5G or any other plans that the council is taking in the in the next few months? I think it's just such an exciting um, position to, to be in. Um, you know, we're on the cusp of delivering such great innovation within the city. Um, we now believe that we've got all of the key components to do that with, with great partners, um, you know, with some great ambition. I'm just really excited to uh, to see what the next few months uh, bring. And we will certainly follow your journey, especially as Vajikao kind of comes to a conclusion soon. And we look forward to seeing all the great results. Liz, it's been a pleasure to have you today. So I thank you very much for your uh, sharing your thoughts. And um, I'll hope to keep in touch and uh, find out more about um, your plans. Thank you very much, Linda. Thank you. Thank you.